So it's from the Sagatara. Uh, this piece is from the Ran, Drush's Ran. And I think the fascinating thing, it just, the, to me, um, the flow from Tishabav into the Shiva Nanachem to Shabbos Nachamu. I mean, Chazal put in place at the Kana that we lane three parashiyas, we lane the Haftarah, which are very strong statements of making a claim against Klai Yisrael, castigating Klai Yisrael, admonishing Klai Yisrael, rebuking, re- reproof, all of those wonderful words that we use to say that you're, you're bad boys, right? And then we have the Shevet and Nechemta, which takes us all the way to Rosh Hashanah. Um, and Tisha B'Av, we're, we're, we're in tremendous pain, etc. Shabbos Nachem, nowadays it's become like, it's basically almost, it's, it's like, let's celebrate Tisha B'Av is over, but let's, you know, let's be happy, you know? It's like, okay, Baruch Hashem, the nine, three weeks, nine days are over, and now we can enjoy ourselves. Um, but, so what is, you know, Chazal saw this flow, this, this change, uh, how do you eat that? Um, as, the truth is, if you look at Parshas Devorim and Parshas Veschanom, you almost get this, a similar type of flavor. In Parshas Devorim, so, Meshavinu talks to Klai so and he, Mamish, he, he's, go, he bites into them, he lights into them, he says, you know, that you did this wrong, you did that wrong, you did this wrong, you did that wrong, and, you know, it's, it's just like, and, etc., etc., etc. Parshas Veschanom, so he says, says, But you are, even though you've done a various, you still get to go in. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Hi. Yeah, yeah. I just put ladders in here. Okay, okay. So, um, so, like the flow, the is like this strong act of castigating Israel, And this is almost like, you know, don't worry, it's going to be okay. Even though you messed up, it's still going to work out. You're going to go to Israel, you know, and there's going to be the, this wonderful future. And you got you got Shema and the Russian, you know, and you're going to be, you overcome the nations. It's like, you know, it, the, the change is, is is interesting. So the the, the run actually stells on that point. He focuses on that point. I think it's a, you could take that same thought process from there to here. Okay. Um, so he says like this: "V'schana l'Hashem, ve'esi le'mor Yedua, ki mir sheyitzel ha'yashira eza olam shehaba b'davarman." You want to correct somebody who's who's who has went crooked? He's uh, he's uh, done something wrong. Yeyashor yisrael b'shnei derachim. The two approaches: how you how you straighten him out. Ha'echad mehem. One approach is sheyodiu me'mevosasay v'yachichu alav v'liyashu oylekisla. You you point out very clearly what he's done wrong, and you rebuke him for what he's done. That he shouldn't redo it. He shouldn't go back to it. Person's ignoring and denying what he's done wrong. He can't get better. He can't correct it. If you deny that you have an illness, you're not going to get better. So he says in Kapitol Nunal, Kapitol Nunal is um, known, Rishon referred to it's the, it's the, it's the, the, the parak of Tshuva in Tilim. It's Dabra Melech is, 
his Nosav Novi comes in and points out he, he, he did an Avera with, with Bathsheba, and he goes through a process of Tshuva, which he expresses in, uh, in the capital of Tillam. And one of the points he says over in the post, the post he says, I know what I've done wrong. What I've done wrong is constantly in front of my eyes. I'm aware of it, uh, and that, which will motivate me not to make this mistake again. That's the, that's the first approach. The second approach is inform the person he's a person who has the potential, he has the abilities, that he can reach tremendous, tremendous levels. Even though you've done wrong, you still are special, you still are appreciated, you still are loved. We still want you to come close. So we both of those approaches are approaches which we use. We want to correct somebody. So Durachim, he is sheer Moshe as Yisrael. Moshe Benu straightened out Klai Yisrael. He was Miyashar Klai Yisrael. He straightened them out. He used both of these approaches. Rishayna, so Moshe Benu speaking to Klai Yisrael. This is his last will and testament. This is his last, last commands the Klai Yisrael before he dies. Uh, and he starts off Parshat Zavorim. He points out everything they've done wrong. He doesn't get into kind of all the details. He, you write, he says it briefly, but he points out every single mistake that they've done. Calls a kolol sefer el adorim. That's referring to that's that's I think means the sefer means parshas adorim. Vachori kein hudiyam kadeshal tisrapenu yadeim riyamer noash midavak b'shem isvarach lebashem imenu. In order that they shouldn't feel weakened and say, "I give up, I can't connect to Hashem." I'm so embarrassed what I've done wrong. I'm so embarrassed of it. I, I just can't even, I forget. I just, I, 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 just I, I give up. That is the potential danger of pointing the person out how what you've done wrong. See, so he points out to the Yisrael that Hashem loves them more than he loves Moshe Rabbeinu. Even though he was the greatest person, but as an individual, they they Yisrael, are still more beloved than he is. He pointed it out to them by saying, He did something wrong. And what he did wrong was he treated Yisrael improperly. Because of the fact that he treated Yisrael's covered improperly. Um even though did do something wrong over there, will not forgive him. And not let him go there to Israel. See, Davin's multiple, multiple times, because I'll say Davin 515 different tefillahs, and he wasn't Zaycha, because the, the Ram understands that the hate was the act of not treating Klaiso with the proper respect. Right. What was the what was the Chet Mariver? What did he said? What, what was the wrong? What did he do wrong? He hit the rock instead of speaking to the rock. So the Rambam, the Rambam understands that wasn't the problem because the nace of hitting the rock and speaking to the rock is there's no big difference. The problem was he said Shimon Morim. He called them Morim. He called them rebellious. You don't talk to Klaiyos like that, and that's it. That's why Russian was says because of the cover of Klaiyos, I'm not coming. 
So the Rambam understands the fate. So the Ran is following that approach of the Rambam. He's saying, well, that's the Chet. So the message of Klaisel is a phenomenally powerful message that the greatest person alive, the, the, the person who was able to go up to Shemayim, but he, since he did one thing wrong in his life, and the one thing he did wrong in his life was to treat Klai Yisrael without the proper respect, that's it. Hashem kept, not kept, that's how much Hashem loves Klai Yisrael. So it's a phenomenal statement to Klai Yisrael that don't give up. Don't think that you've done things wrong and therefore you're in trouble. You know, you, you need to correct, but you see Hashem still loves you because even after all that you did, Hashem was upset when I insulted you. If Hashem would be unhappy with you, say, Gzum to hate, but insult, insult, insult Kali Yisrael. Why couldn't he get forgiveness from Kali Yisrael? What? Why didn't he get forgiveness from Kali Yisrael? You know what? Uh, it's a good question. I don't think, it, it wasn't a bit of the in the sense of that they could be Michael. It was, you, right? For example, let's say I go over to you and I insult your son. So the son says he's Michael. Would that, would that placate you? Well, I mean, it, you apologize to him when you insult when it was to me. Well, because that's what Kosh Baruch is saying. Uh-huh. Kaisel is my nation. Uh-huh. See, insult the Kaisel, he's insulting me because uh-huh. they're my nation. So, the, well, they're Michael. That's very nice. But Marshall says, but how dare you insult my children? Uh-huh. Right. Um, um, now, he says, you find over here the Tupsukim. Over here he says the Bresham was angry at me because of you and he didn't listen to me. So what does what, what the manchem It means because I had insulted you, therefore he's angry at me. And he did not accept my tefillahs. Seder Elo Devorim, Marjorino says by the Bechet of Meraglim, Omri Gampi Isanaf Hashem Begalachem Lemur Gamatol Lusam Hashem. Excuse me. Marjorino says that in, in the Chet of Meraglim, it, that was all part of the process how Hashem got angry at Moshe and he said you can't go there also so they're both saying the same thing they're, they're talking about the same story but they give two different angles on the story right what are the two angles on the story one of the angles is, is you know is if I'm pointing out to Klaise what they've done wrong they say you know what not only did you do something wrong to yourself you hurt me also that's, that's all part of your 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 improper act, actions. That's what Parshas the Worm says. Now, not, that not only did you not go to Tzitzel, but, but you set up a situation I end up not going to Tzitzel either. So you hurt people who don't deserve to be hurt. Or, here the Moshe says, because of your covenant, I'm not going there to Tzitzel. It's the same story with two different twists on it. So if you're looking at Techacha, so you say it one way, you're looking at Chizuk, you say it a different way. Uh-huh. He's pointing out their various It's not bad enough that you only you cause something bad to yourself. You damn you hurt me also. Because of you, Hashem got angry at me. That's a, that's a, that's a Musr Shmuz. I'm not, I'm not moving over here, I'm sorry. Uh, stay focused. Okay. 
that the, the the usage of the two different words and means in order for you it's 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 to benefit you biglachem is due to you so biglachem is saying it was you you the word galal means the role so when i say the word biglal you know we use it in diving different places which is one of the few them right um the pasuk says um will will bless you because of this but it means that this is going to cause it's causative they were like it rolls the situation rolls from goes from point A to point it rolls into that so it's causative so they're saying you were the one who caused it that's what the word Biglalchem means Lamanchem doesn't mean you caused it it's for you it's to benefit you in order for you right so it's not discussing that you caused it it's because the opposite. I didn't go to silver in order to show to protect you, to benefit you in some way. So the two different words, the same story, I changed one word and it's a whole different story. And that's that's how the Ran sees it in the point. So okay, so that's the point of the Ran. So it's a really beautiful thought. That first of all, you know, a lot of people tell you that the, the you know, nowadays the modern approach is, you know, they tell you how wonderful you are, da, 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 da. you know, the old approach is, you know, you know, <laughs> you know the old mahalach of the malamdim was, you know, there was a stick in the corner, you know, you had a problem, whap, you had another problem, whap again. You know. I remember, you, you're, you're old enough to remember the, the paddle in school, right? No, we didn't have that. But... I, I had a paddle in school. We did get, we had punishments though. I mean, there wasn't a lot of self-esteem building. No, there definitely wasn't. I mean, that 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 was. You didn't get praised for being wrong. I mean, (laughs) you're wrong. You got to come back. (laughs) You know, and your parents sided always with the teacher. Generally, if you were in trouble, yeah, the parents would would trust the teacher. Yeah, Yeah, I don't remember even friends thinking that that they would blame the teacher. No, that wasn't true. So. I had a teacher I remember in fifth grade. Fifth grade, her name was Mrs. Wood. She was a black schoolmarm, brilliant woman. She had an arm. Oh my gosh. She had a paddle. She had, you know, wood burned it into the paddle. It said Mrs. Wood's Board of Education. <laughs> and she used it once a year. Really? That's all she needed. <laughs> she had an arm. Whap, and that was it. Wow. Nobody ever gave her any problem. And, and and meanwhile, once she had control of the class, she just taught. She right. was a brilliant woman. She just taught, like she taught you as much, you know, as much as you could. Um, but here, the Ron is saying the Ron is already seeing that there's two ways to how to to, to correct somebody. This is the Ron. <laughs> this is you know this is seven, this is eight hundred years ago. Right? And he's saying that's shot in the, the psukim. Moshe Rabbeinu was doing both of these things. Wow. 
you know, he's seeing that Moshe Benu understood that the the overly castigating somebody can be so overwhelming. You know, if you don't think about what you've done wrong, it's not you know, so it's not it's not depressing. You don't think about it. If you think about what you've done wrong, a you think about the impact of what you've done wrong. You think about who's been impacted by what you've done wrong. It is so painful that you just sometimes the person just gives up. Right. Right. I I have to imagine. Moshevedo comes to Klai Yisrael and says, "Did the Chetahegel?" Okay. Adarishan did a Chet, and he brought he brought death to the world. So Adarishan had to live with the rest of his life with the idea that because of him, every single human being in the history of mankind are all going to die. That that burden is a phenomenally power, terrible burden to think about that. His wife, his kids, his grandkids, all of them are going to die because of him. Well, Kaisa has the same story. Because I'll say that when the Bashas Matan Torah, the Bershom took away Misa from the world from Kaisa. And when they did Chet Egel, Misa came back. So Mashrena points it out to him. He doesn't scream, he doesn't yell. I just want to point out to you that because of you, your wife's going to die, your kids are going to die, your grandchildren are going to die, everything that you love is going to die because of what you've done wrong. Live with that. If a person would really absorb that thought, it's got to be overwhelming. You couldn't live with that, right? I mean, you can't live with that. Right. It's, it's, all right. Then he says, okay, now, if you had not done the Chet of Maraglit, Mashiach would have come as soon as we went into Eretz Yisrael. And that would have been the end of all the Tzaras in the world. There'd be no Kurban Beis HaMikdash, there'd be no Kurban Beis Rishon, with the millions of people which are killed, there'd be no Holocaust. Let's show you the future, what you've done with your chet your miracle. Let's just understand what it is. You, you, you cried a b'chiyah shalchinam for no, for no purpose. Person, I'm going to give you what to cry about. It means all of the Tzoros of Klaisel are rooted in, in the chet the miracle. So Moshe points out to the, to the Klaisel, this is what you've done. I mean, you're like, just lay down and cry and give up. I mean, it's nothing. It's like, it's so overwhelming, the pain. And he doesn't do that. Kaisel, Moshe Reynolds says, he sees that the message of how much damage they've caused is sinking in. The point of that is, don't do it again. Not, you're a bad boy. The point is, therefore, correct yourself. Right. He says, well, I give up. I'm so worth, I'm, I'm not, I'm unworthy of Bershom's love and interest and care to the point, like, why should I correct myself? Right. Moshe Benna says, no, Bershom loves you. And, and, and th- therefore, even after all that you've done, he hasn't thrown you away. away. Oh, so, therefore, and I'll prove it to you, because uh, that because of how he perceives you, he punished me. And Rashi points out, even you've done many of areas the Russian never threw you out. I did one thing and I get thrown out. I, 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 the one thing I want is to go to oh, that. No, no, you don't get. And I dive in multiple, multiple, multiple tefillas, not nothing. But you, everything's wonderful. 
Rashi points out that Moshe Rabbeinu was saying this to Klai Yisrael. There's a chumash behind you. I read you the Lashon of Rashi. Thank you. Right. So that has to be like a like anything you personally say. Oh my gosh! Like the Rosham's love for Klai Yisrael has to be phenomenal. That even after everything that they've done, he still loves them. Right. So the Averis, in a certain sense, almost and be misburdened in how, how horrible the Averis are, is a way to increase our awareness of Hashem's love for us. Um, Then you then you did a Vodazora. Great. But tell yourself, Shmal Hukim, Hakol Mokhulukha. But you everything is Michael. Vanilo Sakhisili Mokhuli, but I didn't get Sukhus to be Michael. That's Mushrabenu's message. That you went, you you did you did Khatego, you did Muraglim, you did the Balpaor, you did all these the merchants, okay. Yeah, it's Israel, wonderful, your mitzvahs, yeah. And me. I don't get that treatment. So, um, Mashabeno was that um, um, the, 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 the article even quotes his points. To prove to people how much God loved them, um, only Moshe had been banned from the land, but the Jewish people were entering the, in, in, it in glory despite all of their mistakes. And then Moshe Benno says, and therefore, it's appropriate, he quotes Rashi, he touched Rashi, he said, therefore, therefore, listen to the Chukim Mishpatim. I want you to hear what Rabbi wants you to do. Because if that's how much he loves you, and how much he cares about you, and that's how much he wants the relationship with you, it's appropriate on your part to try and commit to the relationship. So that's the flow of Moshe Benno's thought process. So I, I, it's a fascinating thing to think about the idea that the more you think about how bad the Veir is, the more you realize that much Baruch loves us. Because he's, because he's willing to forgive even that, right? They say, you know, I forgot to to, 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 to make you a cup of tea. I'm Michael. You it doesn't show I love you that much, right? Right? But but the the the, the egregiousness, I guess, is such a word, of the Avera and the love. Even so, shows how much the love is. Um, but it's it's. I think it's just fascinating the whole idea that this this modern society societal concept of being mechazic people and building them up, it's a run. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a posik according to the run. But it's two part in the run. Much of the two things, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Nowadays we we, we hesitate to do the right. the uh, the cast the castigation because we we're concerned that it will be overwhelming to people. Um. Um, you know, we spoke about this. This, you know, this idea that you know, the the the, um, the Yalkut says that Klaiso was no kavod That's that's his point. You see, Klaiso was strong enough to, to be able to absorb such a message, right? 
They weren't wimps. But even even Kleisel, the Rana saying, was would theoretically, had they just gotten that alone, it, it would have been depressing to the point of uh, of Yiddish, just wow. just giving up. Okay, uh, that's one thought which uh, in, in the safer for Brian, I want to share with you. The next piece, I'm not going to do it inside necessarily. Let's see what page this is. He has a piece on the Barmanel, which the Barmanel sees that this Posig is, is, is promising the Muranos that Russia will accept their service. Fascinating way to read the Psukim. Um, so the, the Psukim say, Muranos, other people in Spain. The people in Spain, yeah. Who had their Yiddish cup. So, so uh, Sammy, if you can look at the, we're, we're doing a share screen so you can get, you can see the page. Okay. Um, Tukleiso makes these Vodasaurus uh, that um, Pazik says, Pazik says, You're going to worship gods made by the hand of man. It's going to be um, wood and stone. I once, um, I went to see a discovery, one of the age discovery program, okay. you know, where they, it's one of the things they do is they talk about um, they talk about the codes, the the, oh, the Bible codes. Bible codes. So one of the Bible codes is that um, they found in in this possible very much Evan. It was encoded the word Yeshu and the word Mecca. Yeshu is was nailed to a cross, a wooden cross, and Evan is the, is the is the stone of Me- of Mecca. So, it's, it's hinting to the the Vodazora of of those two Vodazors of Eitzah Evan. Wow. That's what they were suggesting. Then from that situation where you are you are serving these Elohim Acherim. You're going to seek, seek out Hashem because you're going to seek Him out. Um, so he says, "What the, it sounds like that you're worshiping these gods, and from there you're going to seek out Hashem." Wow. So, so the the, the pasuk before it says the Russia is going to spread you out amongst all the nations. So the word Shum in both Sukkim would seem to mean. And what's going to happen in the, those nations? You're going to worship their gods, and in those in that in that place, you're going to seek out Hashem. He says they're happening concurrently. It's referring to the Anusim who were living in Spain, and they were seeking out at the same time while they were worshiping the Sabbatazar. They were also seeking out Hashem. It refers to your in your heart. It means they weren't doing it openly. Because they weren't uh, able to do it openly. Right. 
They were doing it in their in their hearts. And the Pesach is, is promising that the Barsham is going to bring you back, etc. So this is the Barbanel understands, the Barbanel lived at that time, right? right? The Barbanel is understanding these Pesachim are describing this, it's, it's prophesying about this event, which is going to take place in the future, there's going to be a situation where Jews are going to live with worship, worshipping idols while at the same time they're really serving a Kodesh Baruch in their hearts. And the, and the Pesukim are promising that that's going to, uh, I just think it's a, maybe let's look at some of it inside. Um, that's, um, um, they're going to leave the religion. They're going to leave the the punishments are so overwhelming that they're going to worship these gods. Not because they believe them. The pasuk stresses their eights of heaven. You know their eights of heaven. They can't do anything. They're not real. Why are they worshipping then? Because it saves their lives. They keep the Torah in their, in their hearts. And they, and they worship the, the other gods because of their fear. And they burn them alive because they know that it's not it, it's not real. Right? She says it's, we're not describing this as a, a, they've done something wrong. This is part of the Einish. That the tzoros are going to be so horrible. The worst einish is They know the truth. Still, they're forced to. And that's what the pasuk means. And that's from the right to the pasuk. Where's the Mishon? They're going to worship these because of the situation. That's going to, while that's happening, there's still going to be over the Kurdish Borough. They, they had fear from a Kodesh Baruch and they were worshipping the other, the Vodazoras, Mibachutz. That's what the Pesach, So the main way that they're seeking a Kodesh Baruch is, not, is through their labor and their nefesh, not through their actions. The Russian will be there for them and they sort of. 
But it has to be with of Chodah Shechem. The verse says, I'm willing to be, be there for you as long as you do it with, with your whole heart. You can't be wavering. Sometimes to change 
change the tense from past to future. It's called Vava Hippuch. So Vava Hippuch works in two ways. It's sometimes written in the future tense, can mean the past tense, and sometimes in the past can mean future tense. So besides the Vav being a Vav Hebrew, just connector, just the connector, and it can mean more than that. So for example, I had a, I had a, um, so with Dominic and Klai, so is that you say the Parsha Vayichulu together with another person, and we were saying Vayichulu together, and I point out to the person afterwards, I think, you know, we're not really saying the same paragraph. Chal, chal chaflamed, is a verb, means to finish. The Vayichal Elohim, Yechal, if you remember your diktuk, Yechal, Jacob, remember any of your diktuk? A little bit, right? Yechal means that he will finish. Beginning of, beginning of the second paragraph, second chapter of Bereshit's, right? Right here. means he will bless. Yishmos means he will rest. But that's not what the Pasuk means. Pasuk means that he did rest. Right, a oh, past tense. So it's cha- changing from the future. The word is written in the future. Yishmos means he will rest. Right, okay. Yivorach means he will bless. Barach is, I, I blessed. Yivorach means I will bless. Oh. Right, right. Okay. So, Yikadesh, uh, Kidash, he was made something holy. Kidash, yeah, I made it holy. Kidash, you made it holy. Kidash, he made it holy. Depending on, you know, right? Right. Yikadesh, Akadesh, I will I will make something holy. Tikadesh, you will make something holy. Yikadesh, you will make something holy. So the future tense. So is the future or t- past over here? Ah, but it has the love. But it has the love. So, when it's written in the future, you want to change it to the past, the Bob has to have a patach under it. So, Vayechulu Hashemayim and Vayechulu Hashemayim are two different words. Oh, that's interesting. Vayechalu Lukim means that Hashem finished. Vayechalu means Hashem will finish. So this person read every one of them with a shvah. So I said, you know, we're, we're, you have a whole different Torah than me. <laughs> Your Torah did not finish the world yet. He did not give it Shabbos its Kedusha. He didn't bless Shabbos yet. He will sometime in the future do that. Well, my Chumash, said he did it already. It says the difference is that you say with a Patuk, you say with a Shua. That's when it's written in the future and you're changing it to the past. When it's written in the past, you're changing it to the future. It, that's not how it works. It has a Shua either way. So how do you know? whether it's, it's in the past tense or the future tense. The question is, which syllable you stress? Really? Really. <laughs> okay, so, so let's go back to Shema. And uh, look at that. So, in, in Hebrew, stress is, is always in the... Um, um, Either the last syllable, or the uh, that's which is also in English called the ultimate, or the penultimate, the, the syllable before the ultimate, before the last syllable. All right. So we refer to that as milra and milel. Milra means all the way lower. Milel means means above, which means earlier on in the, in the, in the passage. So the word ahavta. Um, so the 
The Ahavta means you loved. Virahavta means and you loved. Virahavta means that you will love. love or should love. Because you, you move the stress to the last syllable. Okay. Um, so the challenge, of course, is that the, there's the stress on the on the on the the aleph also. So it's, it gets more challenging to pronounce it correctly. But people have to be careful that it says you have to. No, 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 no. That means and you love. No, you have to means that you should love. You're stressing the to, not the have. We have to means and you loved. That's very nice. It's not what the pasuk is saying. Pasuk is not describing what you've done. It's, uh, it's telling you what you should do. We have to means it's leading to what you should be doing. So it's, uh, put, it's put at the end of the pasuk, end of the word. Um, um, so uh, there are multiple words in Shema which have this issue. Mishinam tov levanecho is you should teach them to your children. Mishinatam levanech is you taught it to your children. Mishinatam levanech means you should teach it to your children. Oh, you put the stress on So them. you hear the kids saying, Mishinatam levanech vidivarata boom. Oh my gosh. Mishinatam levanech vidivarata boom. Both of them, they got it wrong. They put, but over here, the stress changes the pshat of the word. Vidivarata means that you spoke. Midirato means you should speak. Wow. That's pretty subtle about right now. It is. Right. <laughs> so it, 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 it's now the same thing of just while we're at it in the second paragraph of Shema, which is in Parsha's Um Kilti Yud Aleph. Yeah. 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 Uh, Aleph. So in Pasuk Yudal and Pasuk Tezvav, Venosati, Venosati means I will. Venosati means and I did, I gave. Venosati means I will give. Venosati means I gave. Okay. So um, the vav plus the change of the stress changes what the word means. Well, that's interesting. Um, so, or uh, the beginning of Parsha's Akev, right? You listen to the kids benching, they do this all the time. So, right before Shani, uh, I guess it's Pasuk, Posik Parakhes Posikya. Right? saying describing there's gonna come a time in the future where you're going to eat and you're going to be full and you're going to bless. And you should bless. Vilkalta and you ate and you were full and you blessed. Telling us a story. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, that's not what the puzzle means. But you listen to the kids benching. Right? They put the stress. Mil ale and all three words. How do you know where the stress really goes, though? How do I know? That's where the trump is. That's because the trump tells you the that. The trump tells you that. 
That's why the trump is. Um, it, normally, the trump wouldn't would, wouldn't usually be on the, the the last letter is really not a shimush. The verb is achal. The toa is you. Ah. So why would you put the stress on toa, not on achal, which is the main, main word itself? Right. Right. So the logical place to put it would be on the on the on the on the the the. Um, Achal, the, 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 the Havora um, syllable, oh. right? Um, right? So the, we, we, we be, but instead we're moving it to Chatoa because we're changing something. So the Vav plus the, 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 the moving it to the end changes how to understand what the Bosak means. Mm. You know, you have to say that it's. it's uh, Somebody told me it can't be its makabit again. I said, I don't know. Listen, halachas is I'm sure that you're supposed to say shema, you're supposed to say it properly. So if you're asking me how to say it properly, you have to say it properly. And if you want to teach your kids how to, how to bench, is not the way you're supposed to teach them how to bench. How does this zoom go? Kaka sub, wherever the, how does zoom go? I don't remember how the zoom goes anymore, but everyone. Or he could help me if he wants. <laughs> Um, but is a makibidi avid? You know, you go to chesidim. I mean, they 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 bedafka say it not correctly in diktu. They bedafka don't do diktu because because the, the masculine get very involved in diktu. So they they bedafka don't do diktu. <laughs> you know, so there's some chesidish rebbes and some you know drive they 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 shrekhavikalia. That's very nice. You want to prove the the the, the, the masculine wrong. But the mice, you got to say the words right. You know? <laughs> but uh, a lot of people, that's how they do it. I, don't, wow. I said, listen, I'm not, I have no cries for the Hasidim. I have no cries for that. I said, you want to tell me, um, but this is clear in Tiktok that, this, that it changes, the stress changes with what it means. So, yeah. Mr. Burr says, in the case where stress changes the word means, you, you correct the Malkari. And I've done that. He put the stress in the wrong, the wrong syllable. Wow. So where it makes a difference, I correct them. So I have Bali Kriya who understand the difference, so they understand what I'm, what I'm correcting about. When I have a Balkar which doesn't understand what I'm talking about, I don't correct them. Because we get the same result the second time. <laughs> and I'm not, I can't give a whole sheer addictive in the middle of laning. Uh. <laughs> no, no, no. This yeah. stress here, they're going to get a lot of, what do you want from me, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty tough, Rabbi right? Ryan. Nobody said I was a nice guy. <laughs> so, it's just it's just an opportunity to point out, you know, that the, you find in the. That's fascinating, isn't it? So, one of the most. Uh, so I think one safer which I recall correctly, he pointed out there's eleven places in Shema which we have this issue. Um, wow. So, we have Torah, Mishinam Torah, Midirat Torah. Ukshatom, uh, Ukshatom. You know, then the next paragraph on Hoyashmoya, you have it again a lot of times. So, just want to point it out. Well, that's interesting. That's very interesting. So, Pratul Kamatari from all sides. <laughs>